Thank you for joining me again with this next installment of Nikki B Real Tea. This is real talk about real estate. And I have a great, 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 great topic for you today. And I'm just ready to jump straight into it. I'm actually recording this in the evening, so that's different. Um, I'm just automatically apologizing for all of this um, noise that I'm just anticipating. But let's go into it because today has been a busy day, um, but I wanted to get this one done. And um, the question that's been sent out is, what is a listing agreement? What is a listing agreement, right? Some people automatically know what it is. Some people kind of vaguely know what it is. Like, yeah, we understand it is something. I mean, listing agreement, but we don't know what the portions, we what sections we need to really look out for. Um, it's, it has a lot of details and legalese and, you know, just tell us more about it. So that's what we're going to discuss today. What is a listing agreement and the different parts of it, what you should definitely look out for and what you should double and triple check about it. So let's jump into it. So the listing agreement is the legally binding contract that the real estate brokerage and the seller, which is you, have created just that kind of binds you all together to, that helps you sell your home. So in other words, when you've already decided, yes, we're going to sell our home, we've, you've already done the interviewing, figured out, okay, well, we're going to um, go with this particular realtor and this is the strategy that we're going to try to do. These are the things that we're going to try to fix up and spruce up and stage and all of the things, right? And now we need to sign the listing agreement with the realtor. I'm sure during the the time that you guys call them back after you've decided, then we're going to come, the listing agent is going to come and we're going to give you this listing agreement. So this is the contract between the brokerage and you and the representative of the brokerage is your realtor. And we're going to break that down into, um, into another episode because I find that a lot of people don't really understand the relationships between these different people. Like they have the RECAD, which is another um, binding contract. We're going to talk about that. Um, But nobody really explains it fully. So we're going to do that too um, in a separate uh, episode. So, but yeah, so the listing agreement, that legal binding contract. Okay. Um, This is going to state that the seller is going to, you're pretty much hiring that seller to handle um, that home sale. It's going to authorize them to go ahead and find a buyer on your behalf. And in exchange, you're going to pay that agent a commission fee. Oh, a commission fee. Yes. They have to get paid for these things that they're doing. We have to get paid. So this is from the listing side, which is the seller side that is going to document, okay, this is what you're going to pay on the sell side and the buy side, the cumulative amount that is going to have to be paid as commissions. Okay. So only people that's going to be needed to sign the listing agreement is the sellers. But there's another important document on the buyer side, just in case I have some buyers here listening. Um, That's the buyer's agency agreement. And I'm also going to break that down in a separate 
episode as well. So, um, so definitely stay tuned for that. Okay. So I know I'm, I'm the same way. I just kind of look sideways every time I have to sign any sort of contract. It does not matter what contract, but it does not have to be this, that intimidating. That's part of why I want to do this because we need to delve deeper into what you're doing. You shouldn't just sign it. Um, And many times you don't want to explain, but you don't really understand what's happening. And that's that's part of why we want to do this. I want everybody to be on the same page. And just in case you're working with or have have worked with an agent that didn't explain thoroughly, then that's what I'm doing right. And then, of course, like I say, in every episode, reach out to me. I would love to work with you no matter where you are. I can help you find a really great realtor or if you're here or close by, I can work with you. Um, I want everybody to understand every step of the process. Um, If this is going to be our number one assets and this is what everybody says that we need to do, um, you know, purchase property, then we need to understand the processes fully. Yes. So I said at the beginning, we're going to talk about what to expect and what to double and triple check. Okay. So within this listing agreement, depending on who you're dealing with and how long it's going to be, um, it, it has these key elements that's built into the agreement. Okay, of course, it's going to have your contact information, this ding, 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 the listing price that has been agreed on. Um, yeah, this portion, I <laughs> we're going to go through a, a, in a different episode, I'm going to go through, um, you know, the different things that realtors need to come and present to you when you are interviewing them when selling your home. But anyway, yeah, in this listing agreement, we're going to have your contact info. You got that listing price. You got um, what the duties are supposed to be from the agent, what's what's expected of them, Um, your description of your property. Uh, Let's see, we got the agent fees. Um, Yeah, we got um, protection periods, types of agree, the type of agreement this is, um, the types of things that's going to be removed um, after closing, the things that's going to convey, which is the things that's going to stay there. Um, yeah, so all of these different things can be within a listing agreement. And remember, guys, I'm kind of doing this off the cuff, so just you know, but just just understand these are some of the key elements that's going to be inside of a typical listing agreement. Um, and from each one of them, it's, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory contact information. This is going to include your phone numbers, your addresses, your names, the information for the, the real estate broker, the agent that you're working with. Um, and everything is going to be written out, um, inside of that listing agreement. Okay. The agent fees. Well, before I jump into that, the listing price, the listing price will be on there. You and your agent will talk about this ahead of time. So you need to make sure that this matches those conversations. We need to be upfront. This is not the time where we're going to wait until that person leaves and then try to change it later. You know, if you have any qualms about it, you should feel comfortable with explaining it and, and telling your agent 
what you have a problem with. There needs to be open communication because everybody needs to be on the same page. So um, definitely knowing how much your payoff, <laughs> this is just a, a, a tip, okay? Knowing how much you still owe on that house, not a roundabout amount, but you know, calling your lender and talking to them and finding that out, that will definitely help um, with their end result. But that's a whole different scenario. <laughs> definitely knowing that will help you. Okay, so um, uh, inside this listing agreement, so far we got your contact information, the phone numbers, addresses, other information from the seller. It's going to have all of your real estate, um, your realtor's information, and then we got the listing price that's going to be on there. It needs to be make you need to confirm that that matches what you guys talked about earlier. We're also going to talk about agent fees. So your agent fees are the the amount or the percentage of the homeless final sale price that you agree on that will go to your real estate agent. Okay, so those fees usually come as a percentage and the total commissions normally, of course, it's not set there and it might be other incentives or it might be more depending on what it is. I see typically it's a little higher if it's just land opposed to if it's a single family home. So, but it tends to be around 6% evenly split between the buyer's agent and the seller's agent. Um, the seller usually pays both. Okay. So as the seller, you'll be looking at around 6%, depending, of course, that's not set. Um, you can, some some agents go to 2.5 or 2%. It's, it's other agents that do 1%, um, but, but then you have to go back to, and we'll get into this next, the agent duties, okay? So if you're going with somebody that's a little bit lower because you need to gross as much as you can, then you know you need to look and see what those agents' duties are going to be because it might just simply be listing your home on the on the MLS sites so that people can find them. But then after that, it won't be anything else. So you have to pick up the slack with showing it and you know making sure that everything is done. So you won't get as high a level of service. But then the other things, let's say with land, like typically I see land is a, a higher commission. Typically that doesn't, it's not always, but um, it's other things that come with that because typically with land is it's not as much as a single family home. So um, those agent fees are a little bit higher. So, so definitely check on the duties of what is expected from your realtor. Understanding the agent's responsibilities is going to help you be able to know what they're going to do and what they won't do during that whole process. Okay. Um, so yeah, then you should see things about the agreement duration. Very important. This is the amount of time that that realtor will represent you. Okay, so based on your needs and based on what all is happening with you, then this is what needs to be set. This is negotiable. Okay, so um, definitely paying attention to this section. Don't let anybody kind of breeze through it and set it at something. You need to make sure that it's going to fit you and whatever you have going on. 
So um, moving on from there, it should be definitely property descriptions and that's self-explanatory, making sure that um, the things that's going to be left there is left there, the things that you're planning on taking. And I'm talking about like shelves and I mean, just down to everything that you're going to take or the refrigerator, the washing dryer, the um, just whatever that you're planning on taking. It, it needs to be listed and the things that you're not going to be taking that the buyer is going to take possession of when they move in. Okay, so that's going to be all within that property description and more. But just, you know, make sure you're paying attention to these different things. Um, so and then it's going to go into more of the legal portion of it, like the how you all would resolve a conflict if one was to arise. So this is always important to put into these type of documents. I don't want it to be something that scares people away because it needs to be um, clear and in ways that you would be able to handle disputes and how they should be resolved between that agent and the, the seller. Okay, so if anything were to pop off, then this is how it would be, you know, handled. So, um, so then also it should have things that um, it's a protection period. Um, so that is just, you know, to protect the agent from losing their commission. It, 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 it definitely um, is something to review with your agent. So, and that, that's if it's a part of that listing agreement. Um, these are just the typical um, sections that you should expect to encounter. So, okay. So that was a lot, right? And take you a little sip of some water or some tea. Um, yeah. So listing agreement can be very detailed, but it needs to be. We need to know what is happening and how... Um, every single portion of the listing and the sale of your home is going to go. And this document helps to um, to streamline that process. So it's different types of listing agreements. Um, so there's the exclusive right to sell listing agreement, the exclusive agency listing. It's an open listing and a net listing. So the exclusive right to sell listing agreement is the most common type of listing agreement. So it gives that listing agent and their brokerage the rights to represent you as the seller. And the agent is entitled to their commission regardless of who sells the property as long as that listing agreement is in effect. So um, all the other alternatives are alternatives and, um, and they're in effect, but this is the most common. So at the beginning, I also mentioned that I wanted to review just these five things to double check and triple check before you sign a listing agreement. Okay, so um, and then we'll wrap it up. It's late. I just appreciate you guys just coming back and sticking with me. So, okay, things that we need to definitely check before you sign this listing agreement would be check to make sure that the personal property that you're expecting to leave or the things that you are going to take is exactly what it's going to be. Okay. So the property description, we need to double check that. We need to make sure that we understand the duration of the agreement and what type of listing agreement it is. 
We need to agree on what that listing price is and understand that that is the listing price. Okay. And then we need to also double check the commission rate that you are offering and how it's going to be split between the seller and the buyer. So that is to be split between the seller's agent and the buyer's agent. Okay, so just these things are really easy to double check and everything needs to be reviewed for sure. All of your questions uh, that you might have, definitely review them with your agent, your realtor. They are the professionals and they are um, they're they're ready to answer those questions. If you encounter someone that is just like really apprehensive about answering questions, then I mean, maybe you might need to do a little bit more interviewing before you sign that listing agreement. Okay, or reach out to me and I can help you give you some some referrals on or maybe some other questions to ask when you're interviewing these agents. So, um, but with that being said, I want you all to... Um, let me know if you have any additional questions or some topics. I have been getting some and that makes me super excited. I also have a place where you can go and record your question so I can include it. But I mean, hey, if it makes you more comfortable, please continue to send them and inbox them to me. Um, I love them so much. I love doing this podcast and I really, really hope um, that you guys love this content. So with that, thank you so much for tuning back in to Nikki B Realty. That is real talk about real estate. I am super excited to do this again and I hope you guys tune in for the next episode.